Greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 318 of the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, aka Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week we are talking about how the PlayStation VR 2 is not selling like hotcakes. The Vita lives. PlayStation showcase rumors are going to be huge. Accessibility coming to PlayStation Store and so much more. But with all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host, whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? I'm doing all right. Yeah, same here, man. Doing okay. I'm I'm uh, sick and tired of being sick and tired. Uh <laughs> Came down with a, like a real bad insi- sinus infection after we recorded last week. Changing of the seasons, my friend. Uh, oh, that and also Little Man had it um, and gave it to me. <laughs> you know what? These kids, I'm sick of them getting sick, you know? Plus, my leg is is so bad. You got it a bum knee? So much pain. Well, the, like, I, I think I Could've said about my, uh, I fell in the parking oh, lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. on my knee. Yeah. It. Oh man, it hurts still. It's yeah. bad. <laughs> well, you know what I hate the most is when you hurt yourself and you didn't even do anything. Oh, I know. Those like at least it's like oh I messed up right like I stepped in a pile. Yeah. That's it's I woke like up when you like sneeze this and pull back muscle. That's Egg. that's when you feel awful. Exactly. Like two days ago, uh, so I have really bad neck problems. Humble brag, I'm 32, and uh, and I woke up and I was like oh. You know when you're like something's something's gone awry. I pinched a nerve somehow, and that's really what's happened. So it's the pain's been mounting over days. It's like it's just getting worse. It's just getting worse until I can't move my neck, and then here we are. Uh, and then every, like one day I'll just be back to normal. But this is my quarterly. Ow, my neck hurts. I'm in pain, and I'm sick and tired of it. This is our versions of quarterly reports. Exactly. But it's like <laughs> quarterly, I'm old. My sinuses are no good no more. Joe, have that on my desk by noon. Okay. <laughs> okay. Get that Zyrtec on the counter ASAP. <laughs> but I feel like it's all worth it. Um, all our pain, all our agony, all of our misfortune. And I'm going to tell you why. Yesterday, why? we just got trailer after trailer after trailer of just fun things. Like... It's been, we've been eating good. I think sometimes we get a little bit, um, like, like, I don't know. I hate to use the word entitled, but like entitled when it comes to like, like trailers or like movies or show, like we, we forget how good we have it because over the weekend we got secret wars. Then we got invasion. Blue, sorry. Secret invasion. <laughs> if we got wars, I'd be freaking out. Um, then we got blue beetle. Then we got, mwah, mwah, mwah. Across the Spider-Verse trailer. Oh, before we move on from Blue Beetle. Yeah. Uh, just because it, it's not about the trailer because sure. I haven't seen it. But I love how they – I saw the screenshots of how they ended it being like, hey, here are the comics to go check out before you watch the movie. I love that. Because, like, they know he's a very obscure character. Like, yeah. I know him just, like, from Young Justice. learn about him before you go see it. Yeah. That, yeah. That's so cool. And then, uh, and then we got – which was – I, I don't even know what to describe it, but the Barbie trailer. And like, I go, I go to my brother cause we're like, just, you know, watching them all. 
And uh, I go, you want to watch a Barbie trailer? He's like, no, I no, uh-uh, no. Oh, come on. I'm like, come on, let's let's just see. It looks strange. Let's just give it. Let's just give it a go. And then we finish watching it, and I go, you know what, Dan, you were right. <laughs> oh, you're not a fan. What a. You know what? I'm very proud of the executives for letting the creative team take as much acid as they wanted before writing the script and shooting this film. Is that not the same director from Booksmart? No idea, but let me tell you, it is. is, It's wild. That said, though, I was talking to you about all these trailers we got to see, and you haven't seen any of this. You haven't seen any of them. Are you a trailer guy? Oh, my God. I love trailers. It's just uh, when you have a genre-defining video game that takes up all of your time. Oh, okay. Fair. And it'll be the show. is just in my veins. Chef's kiss. (laughs) Um, How many more hours you put in? uh, (laughs) 72. All right. See, Court Lalonde? Maybe this wasn't your most anticipated game after all. You'd be putting some real hours in here. Look at this guy, Kyle Stevenson over here. He's working up to be. You're working up to be the what is it? The 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 first person to platinum. First person to platinum that game. And it happens on Friday, right? Happens on Friday because I noticed well, on day one. We're getting away from the trailers. We'll get back to the trailers. Don't in a worry second. about it. Um, trophy list says complete a tops now moment. Yeah. And what happens is every week, the best players of the week get their own special cards from their accomplishments on the field of that week of real in-game play. Oh, wow. That's all right. That's cool. Um, yeah. And so uh, you have to complete a moment in order to earn that card. And yeah. that goes live this Friday as the first like in-season drop. So when I mm. saw that, I was like, okay, I got to work. I got to get everything unlocked before that so I yeah. have a shot. I'm sure other trophy hunters are doing the same thing, so it's yeah. going to be a mad dash when it gets updated. Um, but I have a very good shot of at least being in the single digits again. 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 I think in MLB uh, 19 was the one with Griffey. Yeah, uh, I think it was seventh in the world. Wow! So like, I take this seriously. Yeah, this is I. I love that. I, I love, love MLB the show. I, I mean, my god. Well, let me tell you something. I know, like, this will be the what you've been playing section, but I yeah. I have two symbolic trophies now uh, for I before saw your you eyes. Playing Save Room. Yep. In honor of great. Resident Evil Four Remake. Yeah. Uh, because Save Room is a Ratalika game that is literally just. The the yeah it's the awesome. storage in Resident Evil Four you're organizing. It's a good time, right? It surprisingly is. It's a good time. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good time. So I, I I got the symbolic trophy for before your eyes and um oh my goodness uh, the Kalisto protocol because both of those mm. were glitched. I don't know why I'm running into that more and more so. I don't know. I don't like it one bit. But yeah, no, we got all these trailers. I'm sorry, going back to the trailer thing. And so I've just been living a high. I, I, What I'm now doing is like I'm avoiding the conversations afterwards, like the, 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 the people that want to be the critical thought pieces. And I'm just enjoying it for what it is. So like other than into the or across the Spider-Verse, I'm not going into the weeds here. Like, you know, we're recording early because I'm going to watch the Mario movie tonight. Yeah. I'm I going see, tomorrow morning. I see the reviews. I could not care less. 
Mm-hmm. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. I know what this movie is. You know what I mean? So, like, to see people, like, kind of do the Metacritic thing, I just, I avoid now. I can't stand it anymore. Hey, yeah. Joe, really quickly. Yeah. And I want you to leave this in the show. Okay. Because I did the Barbie thing with the hunter. Oh, boy. And I tweeted it out with the ha- with the line, this Barbie's all about the old blood. All right. Let's check this out. I love Should... That be changed. What's that? Should should I not have done that? No, I think be- it's perfect. Okay, we'll read the one reply. Is that a, a a thing that I should have seen coming? I don't know. <laughs> Will that be a problem? I guess we'll find out. Everybody okay. who's listening in, tune it was in. innocent. <laughs> I it's, I meant nothing by maybe it. Maybe if you could just put put the 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 bloodborne character a little lower. I don't know how the generator works, so that like it's it cuts off at their waist and not at like their ankles. I think that'd probably be better. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, oh, oh, sure. Yeah that that's the only thing. That's the only edit I would have made, but I think that's perfect. Oh, okay. But you know what? Everybody on Twitter, go to twitter.com. <laughs> Where it's currently the Doge logo because someone thought they were funny from 2012. And then find us at PS Trophy Room. Tell us how we did. I think that's I think we did a bang up job there, you know? Okay. That's it, Kyle. It's time we finally start talking about PlayStation. This week, I'm going to be real. It's a little bit of the slower side, but the things we're talking about, one in particular, I'm really excited about and I really want to know your thoughts on so before we do just a little bit of housekeeping make sure you head on over to the trophy room store kyle worked real hard on those t-shirts go buy one maybe a mug or two who knows go over there check it out i don't know i i just assumed you did anyway we will have mugs in the future of course bonfire does mugs but oh well you know what we'll 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 find it we'll find a mug guy all right we can't look at this we'll find a mug guy i got a i got a legend of zelda mug you know, I always have a theme. All right. It's time for a Patreon pitch. Of course, if you like what you heard here uh, and you want to support the show, the reason why we look so good, we sound so great, is because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So if you ever got you through a long car ride, tough day at work, whatever your situation is, even just throwing a buck our way keeps the debtors at bay, especially this month. Adobe wants to charge us 600 bucks. Hooey. It's a whole ordeal. But. I want to thank our newest member at the gold tier, Jay Dab. I want to thank our premium members, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our platinum members, Brad Presnell, Brent Gillian, uh, the Jedi Master Ren, Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, Jose Jimenez, the Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Ryuko Kill 90, Sith Lord 92, Steven Flesh, and Struebles and Bits. I want to thank our gold members, Awesome Dave, Cypher Primus, Brotos Maximus, Baldrin, Dolph Simon the Pie Man, Daniel Welsh, DJ Hercules 89, Elo 2032, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hide Indoors, Naga Chaka, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Kevin Ainsworth, K Grimm, Lamb Chop 93, Marcus O'Neill, and Josasaur, Astronaut Jr., not to be mistaken with Astronaut Senior, don't you dare ever get it twisted. 
Rick Arrington, Dewane Raksha, the Aztec King, Robbie Bobby Miller himself, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan XZ, Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold, E.T. said so, Tino Six Speed, M. Cly, H85, and Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Matt Pugh, Pew, 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 the Red Arrow, Spam and Bamman, and Somnia. Thank you all so much for your generosity. And again, it really does keep the lights on. Uh, it helps this show go. So please, patreon.com slash PS Trophy. It really does help us out. And you get your voice read here on the show. You get cool bonus shows. Like this Friday, we're going to be recording our after show. It's all about the Super Mario movie. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. And guess what? I heard Mario and Luigi. It's true. Whoa. <laughs> oh no, step bro. I'm stuck in a pipe. <laughs> that was perfect, and we didn't even plan it. That was amazing. That said, Kyle, it is time to square up the news. First bit of news that needs to be squared up is Ryan Dinsdale over at IGN. Ryan writes: PlayStation VR2 reportedly off to an underwhelming start. Sony's PlayStation VR 2 is reportedly off to an underwhelming start, with the virtual reality headset only expected to sell 270,000 units by the end of March. As reported by Bloomberg, the figure comes from research firm IDC, and while 270,000 is still a lot of headsets, reports last year indicated that Sony was looking to produce 2 million PSVR 2 units to be sold by the end of March. Vice President of Data and Analytics at IDC, Francisco Geronimo, told Bloomberg that Sony would need to cut the price of the PSVR 2 to stop its launch from being a quote-unquote complete disaster. The headset, which already sits at $549.99, is made even pricier by the additional $499.99 cost of the required PlayStation 5. Quote, consumers around the world are facing rising costs of living, rising interest rates, and rising layoffs. VR headsets are not top of mind for most consumers under the current economic climate, said Geronimo. I suspect a price cut on the PSVR 2 will be needed to avoid a complete disaster of their new new product, end quote. I always get jealous of some people's names, like Francisco Geronimo. When you went back and highlighted that, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. That guy. That that guy's cool as shit. I want to hang out with him. Uh, So, okay. It seems like, Kyle, that Sony, you know, a month ago, refuted claims from Jason Schreier that, yeah, PlayStation's cutting the production of PSVR 2. They seemingly don't have much faith in it. Um, And, you know, they're cutting the production. They're not going to hit that 2 million. That's what he's heard. And PlayStation's like, no, we got faith. Oh, we got faith. No. It it, it looks like what Jason Schreier was saying, after all, was true. I want to know what your initial thoughts on these sales numbers are for PlayStation VR 2. What? Yeah, what's your what's your gut feeling as you read it all? Um, it's okay. Really, I'm not, I'm not worried. Yeah, like uh, I, I feel like when we came on this show when the price of VR two was announced, mm-hmm. and everyone else was like, "Oh boy, that's that's a lot of money," and, and but when you compare it to other VR headsets, yeah on this level it kind of is par for the course yeah so i 
I don't know if the price is the thing. I, I just think it's hard to sell people on VR if you've never done VR before. I think it's hard to sell people on VR. I think it's it's even harder when inflation is this bad worldwide. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I think it's hard to sell VR when you can't physically show it. And I think it's hard to sell VR when you don't, I feel, properly promote it. So, like, I oh, see yeah, this. Yeah, the promotion thing for sure is a, a they're dropping the ball yeah. a big time. Yeah. So, like, for me, I, I, I'm a little... <sighs> I'm a little peeved because and, and just really quickly. Yeah, please. Uh, just because I, for example, the valve index, I want to see how much that sold yeah. when it came out in 2019 for the year. It sold 149,000 units in 2019 and 103 were all sold in quarter four. Mm. So that one only had roughly 46,000 units since it was released in June. Okay. And then a hundred around holiday time, quote unquote. And that's the Valve Index, which I think is one of the best ones. Yeah, it's one of the um, more premium uh, headsets out yeah, there. Yeah, so... It has the Half-Life Alex. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think it sold more after Alex, because this yeah. was written before Alex. But Oh, sure. I mean, PSVR 2 is doing pretty well by those standards. Okay. But... I feel like, for me, I'm just a little peeved or ticked off because, you know... We're big believers in the in the hardware. I know so many of a, of our fans are even bigger believers than us, yeah. um, and want to support this thing. You know, Absolutely. like VR is an awesome platform that could do so much and immerse us in ways that we didn't think we could be immersed. And just see it being announced via a blog post by seeing blog posts. You know, announce games to see just you know tweets of of what games are coming and then expecting us all to be excited for it i just don't feel like that's realistic and then on top of that here at least in the states you can't the only way to get one is from sony or playstation direct mm, mm, mm-hmm. so it's not like you could walk into a best buy a GameStop, or an amazon to even point. get this thing mm-hmm. so how how are supposed how are people supposed to know this thing really exists other than just word of mouth or from podcasts like these. So, like, to me, I see that that number is not great. I don't see it as good. I do see a price drop possibly coming into the future of this. But it also depends on what PlayStation thinks of VR at this moment. You know, we're seeing a lot of, uh, you know, we're, we're seeing a lot of movement in the tech field as of late especially out of places like Meta and its VR house and them slashing production or not, sorry, uh, slashing jobs over, over, over there. And so I just see a lot of movement in VR. That's not typically or looks typically great at the moment, but I do feel like VR is important. It's needed. I just don't know right now if Sony even has that much faith in it. If all we got is one first party game, the likes of Horizon Forbidden, I'm sorry, uh, Horizon Call of the Mountain, it's like, okay, and we got Beat Saber down the line. That's great, but what else from PlayStation first party proper are we pushing out here to get people excited? You know, Mm -hmm. we still yet to see the Half-Life Alex or literally Half-Life Alex here. Mm -hmm. So to me, I I don't view that number as particularly great. I don't also see it as a doomsday for the device as well, but I am right now. I am concerned 
about its existence because Jedi Master Ren writes question for this week's show seeing the support Sony gave PSP PS Vita PSVR and PSVR 2 what are the odds Sony would really pull their energy and effort behind a third uh, handheld especially after just launching their second VR well I think yeah, that's I put a that in. To... yeah I put this in as a, a bridge towards the second yeah. one so the, they go for it we'll uh, get into it in a second but Sony has a real problem marketing hardware that's not a console. Yes. They have a real problem, and I don't know where that disconnect is, mm-hmm. but it's it hasn't been good since PSP. Right. PSP, I think, was, I think, marketed pretty well. Yep. But, like, uh, you know, Vita, VR1, VR2. Uh, PlayStation I, let's give it respect. Yep, PlayStation Wonderbook. Yes, um the, uh, what was it? The imaginables or whatever? The the little oh, invisibles, uh, invisibles. There you go. Yeah, um, yeah, God bless. Uh, even the likes of like uh, the the DualSense Edge, right? Yeah. Where that was also only on PS Direct, even though I think that is now coming out. It's elsewhere. now coming out now. on Amazon, and yeah. So maybe VR two will f- follow those footsteps, That's but nice. they need to find that disconnect in why they go so hard on consoles, which I understand that is. Yeah main thing but give some love to these other playstation branded things or else by not giving that love you're showing that it's not as important to you at least in my eyes right i i think it's really hard to just maintain a platform let alone two like we will talk about it when we talk about the the rumored uh handheld that that playstation may or may not be making uh, but like it's really hard to 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 have one successful piece of hardware and then find this the balance between that and another platform that you're trying to grow with another platform that you're also trying to grow. So it's just like, yeah, how do you unify the marketplace? How do you find or work with limitations with not just one piece of hardware but like two or three? Like, it's a really hard balance. So of course you're going to probably end up focusing more on the thing that's more successful, which is your core console, but at what cost? And I think we saw that with Vita. It's like, well, is this really paying off for us? Is this chase to mobile actually tenable when Nintendo still has such a, a hard grasp on that market? Like even VR, it's like, okay, there could be growth here, but it seems like everyone's struggling to get this thing off the ground. So is it worth pushing this thing uphill? I would like to say it is because I think mm-hmm. there are utilities for VR even outside of gaming. Like I'm thinking of production on like TV, movies, virtual sets, all that. Um, but like for me, it's hard as as putting on the, 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 the working blazer and, you know, putting the name tag Jim Ryan on to say, yeah, this makes sense to keep doing. Um, I just, I just hope that there's a payoff. I think the other thing that does not help PlayStation VR two, other than its price tag is the fact that this thing is not backwards compatible. Mm. You know, there's so many games that we have to rebuy. Like think about that launch lineup as much as it's full of great games. It's great games. We already played a year or two ago. And we're supposed to get re-excited for. Like, that's a really hard sell. Now, again, of course, like, there's a lot of people that haven't experienced a lot of these these VR games. It will be their first experience. But for the hardcore people that are going out and buying this, they probably already bought those things. So it's it's hard to justify it. Uh, Again, I don't think it's doom and gloom yet. 
we got to see what this, you know, the next few months or year really bring to it. But as of right now, like even some of the bigger titles, like the Creed VR game, which I hear is uh, fantastic. Um, I, I heard about it in a tweet a day late. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like PlayStation's really got to do a better job helping those smaller indies, especially on VR, get noticed. Um, and it can't just be a tweet, you know? Absolutely. All right, Kyle. It's time for the next bit of news everybody tells me not to be excited about. And I hope you're not one of them. Take it away. <laughs> Tom Henderson over at Insider Gaming writes, Sony's next PlayStation handheld? Following days of speculation, Insider Gaming can report that there's a new PlayStation handheld in development. Codenamed the Q-Lite, the next PlayStation handheld is the next piece of Sony hardware that aims to be yet another piece of hardware that requires the PlayStation 5. Insider Gaming understands that the Q-Lite is not a cloud streaming device, but instead uses remote play with the PlayStation 5, a feature the console giant has been pushing these past couple of weeks. Sporting adaptive streaming up to 1080p and 60 frames per second, the new device will require constant connectivity to the internet. As for the console's physical features, early prototypes show the console will look a lot like a PlayStation 5 controller, but with a massive 8-inch LCD touchscreen in the center. The device sports adaptive triggers for haptic feedback and will include what you would come to expect from a handheld. Volume buttons, speakers, and audio input jack, etc. Insider Gaming understands that the Q-Lite is in its QA phase and is scheduled to release before the PlayStation 5 Pro and after the detachable disk drive PS5. As previously mentioned by industry insider Jeff Grubb, Sony is planning to announce its quote-unquote second phase of the PS5, which was in reference to its future game slate. Ironically, though, this second phase is very much true for sony's hardware offerings with the new detachable disk drive playstation 5 project nomad wireless earphones project voyager wireless headset and q light handheld uh, all scheduled to release within a very short period it's understood that the playstation 5 pro is aiming for a holiday 2024 release kyle your thoughts your opinion on this handheld kind of sort of not really asterisk device uh-huh the uh-huh. vita lives sorta if the price is right yeah it doesn't matter because i'm all in <laughs> god bless i mean like listen yeah i get it okay it's not i won't be able to take this on trips and really i think play well because mm-hmm. who knows how the internet connection would be to your console at home like i've heard sure. stories but not being great um it's not the the second coming of vita that i would want but as somebody who who constantly fights that battle of okay uh you know being a big sports fan i'm gonna take two and a half hours to watch the mets game on my tv mm-hmm. and that's two and a half hours that i can't be playing a game here I could be playing the game while watching the 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 baseball. Second, you know what I mean, like a Wii U, perhaps a Wii U. Oh, or like a Vita, which also did that. <laughs> yes. Um, it's just, it, I think it's very very good. Also, like uh, for those that have little ones around that you want to watch the Cocoa Melons on the TV, uh, fine, like put that, that on, and then you can uh, oh, you 
it's the bane of my existence, Joe. Yeah. Um, it, like it, I think it's really aimed at at a lot of that audience that has yeah. little ones that take over the TV, or nobody wants to sit there and watch you play in games all day uh mm-hmm. if you have a shared space but you want to keep playing put it you on want to actually netflix and chill but like yes yes yeah i think this is great yeah you could do it on your phone sure sure but i get well, notifications like, on the phone like okay so here's there are other apps there's like tiktok yeah. you know what i mean like yeah uh, to me so again i'm not the the biggest handheld guy because a lot of the handhelds experiences don't not to say mix well with me but i don't find them deep enough on a level mm-hmm. that i engage with on console gaming you know the 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 environment around me may be loud whatever it's 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 always like a question mark if i can actually get immersed in here because other things are going on um but i ha- i have a, a warm s- or a soft spot for for handhelds like i have a steam deck it's right next to me yeah. um and I love it. And I use it to do what this thing is right here, which is, you know, I I can't I don't think I could legally say what I'm about to say. So I'll use a different person. I know someone who has a Steam <laughs> That's deck. how the law works. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, indict me, you fools. So, like, to me, I feel like I, I, I feel like I, I know a guy again person place or thing don't know and don't even know where they are you couldn't even find them let's okay. call him uh mo Duran. yeah mo Duran. they have an app on their steam deck or may may not and they have a bootlegged version of remote play that mm. they may or may not be using to play spider-man when they're on the toilet may or may not be happening don't um, you already have sp- I'm, I'm sorry. Doesn't Mo already have yeah, please. I, Spider-Man I, on Steam for the Steam Deck? I mean, Mo may or may not have it. We, we'll have to ask them. We'll have to ask them uh, one day. Who knows? Uh, okay. Um, okay. They're a very private person. So, like, to me... I, I think they have the TIE Fighter on the other side of right. the chair, right? Yeah, they... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the room is just flipped. The room's flipped. They live in the upside down. Yeah. Uh, so, like, for them, even with living in the upside down the bluetooth works wireless works everything works fine mm-hmm. um so for them it, it it works like this idea of having a what is essentially as i'm reading this a dual sense but has a screen in the middle of it that you yeah. could play second hand or, or you know that or second screen yeah awesome don't need to go out and get a backbone or another attachment or anything like that. Exactly. And for me, the problem that I have with, not to say the backbone, because I, I like it a lot, but mm-hmm. the problem that I have with most of the peripherals or just playing on the phone itself is once I get a notification, it takes me out. Right? I get a tweet or I get like a text message or a call. I then have to restart the app. So for me, it's like, yeah, can't you do this on the phone? You definitely could. But it's... It to me, it's like the the jack of all trades, master of none. So like, here it's like, yeah, I could actually kind of use this instead of my, or sorry, Mo can use this instead of their Steam Deck to do this. That's great. It has the functionalities that I love from the Dual Sense. You're talking adaptive triggers. You're talking haptic feedback. That all sounds really great. Mm-hmm. That sounds like something I want to partake in. Yeah. So 
The other thing that we kind of miss is, yes, the Q-Lite, not a streaming device as of what we know right now, but instead uses remote play. We also know that there is, in the works, PS5 game streaming that Sony's working on. It was supposed to be out in March. So by the time this thing comes out, who knows what this thing's going to actually do and actually look like. But I'm right there with you. It just depends on the price. Yeah. Is really what's going to be the make or break. If this what, thing, what is what is the sweet spot? Uh, anywhere between, I would say, one hundred and fifty to two hundred fifty. That's exactly where I was thinking. If and, it is, if I see a three at the front of this thing, I am done. out. It's out. It's done. It's dead. Done. Because here's the thing: if it is a streaming device, let's just say again a year from now it changes. It's a streaming device. This yeah. again. Very much makes sense that I'm hooking it up not to PlayStation, my PlayStation 5, but my PlayStation Plus Premium account. Mm-hmm. That's great. Or maybe it just needs to ping my PlayStation 5 to make sure I have the account and I could be just playing from the server blades. That's awesome. That's kind of what can, I want this thing to be. Can, can I also throw in uh, a, a thing that is not confirmed at all, but a much needed, what you would very like? cool thing that yeah. I would like for this? Sure. Imagine if uh, it does the thing where, uh, oh my god, I think Microsoft touted it for a bit during the Xbox One era, where some games could put like the map on an iPad of oh, the game. Yes, this, yes. And, and so, so like, imagine Battlefield the, had that app on the iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, just you're playing an open world game, and you, instead of having it just be a remote play thing, you look down and the map is right there. And like your objectives and everything, and the HUD, it's from the screen, it's now on your. Are you telling me what you want is the Wii U? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Oh no. What have I become? Are you telling me that the Wii U died so that this PlayStation controller would live? I just got. Guys, we broke his brain. Am I Sile. Katefison? I don't know. Am I the upside down version of Con- what's happening? Might just me. But listen, did Ultra- I have a stroke? What's going on? I hate the Wii U. What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> but here's the thing: like uh, our good friend Miles just said it too. It's like may- maybe the Wii U died so that this thing could could fly, man. Like sure. It- what you're saying it-, it doesn't sound unrealistic. I think the Wii U, you know. Died for other reasons other than the controller, which I yeah, did yeah, like, yeah. by the way. The controller was fine. Yeah, I'll yeah. fight you on it. I, and I did good in Call of Duty, what was it, Black Ops 2? The software support is where it was bad. Exactly. Who boy. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, I'm in on this thing. I, I like what I'm hearing so far. The price has to be right. If it's anywhere above $250, we are out of here. I yes. got places to be. Mm-hmm. That said, the Muffin Mon writes in. In the last two weeks, Insider Gaming has stated that PlayStation plans to launch a PS5 without a disk drive, a PS5 Slim model, a PS Pro, and now a remote play handheld all by holiday 2024. I'm sorry. There is no way PlayStation could possibly do that there. Is it, uh, it seems to me that it would be pretty tone deaf of the current state of the economy and what consumers want to actually push this much hardware most of which seems not needed in such a short time. Curious to hear your thoughts. Well, okay. This, the PlayStation 5 Slim, I believe, is the PS5 without a disk drive, right? 
So yeah, that's, and, that's and, one thing. maybe maybe he also meant um, the first one, just the detachable disk drive. Oh, uh, fair Possibly. enough. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, is are these all these peripherals tone deaf? Man, is is PlayStation just putting out hardware just left and right and just seeing which one sticks? In this economy, Kyle. In this economy, are they truly thinking about me? I don't know. I, I'm not gonna lie. It's a lot. It is. It, it's a lot of it's a lot of offerings to have, and I know a good friend of the show, Sean Capri, used to eh. hate when we made this uh, comparison. Eh. But like, can you imagine working at GameStop and have four different PS5 SKUs to have to talk to customers Ugh. about? Which one is right for you? Oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> it just see, it does seem like a whole lot. It is yeah. a lot, um, but it's also weird to think that by the time these come out, we're four years into the PlayStation Five. Right, that's so I, wild. Four years. Yeah. I, so okay, for all the hardware stuff, like. The PS5 without a disk drive, like the redesigned PS5, what we'll be getting later yeah. this year, like that, that's the norm of things. And this model will be then, you know, phased out. And it's sure. really for, to help them uh, go back to one SKU, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then, you know, the PlayStation 5 Pro model, listen, I'm going to just say it right here. Why even bother? Mm-hmm. Like to me, I feel like that is actually the most egregious thing we don't need. I mean, we talked about it a few weeks ago. We we're finally finally getting to see what these games are finally capable of, right? Yeah. And to say by next year, oh, don't worry about it. Like, you know, there'll be a ultra performance mode where you get you know the sixty frames and the four K. Like, I don't cool. know. Also, people are finally able to get their hands on it, right? In the wild. So I'm like, that I feel like is actually the most unneeded thing. But like to hear them go, hey, we're making peripherals like wireless earbuds and a new headset. Okay, cool. I I don't see it as like in this economy, you're going to do all this to me. It's like in this economy, you're going to give me more options. How dare you? Mm -hmm. Like Sony ain't putting a gun to my head and they're saying go buy the thing. What they're looking at right now, when you look at the peripheral side, they see that there's a market for elite controllers. So they made you an elite controller, right? They're seeing that there is a market for headsets. So they're making you, a, a, I think, an updated version of the previous headset. They've done that uh, in the PS3 the Pulse, generation right? with the Pulse headset. So that's yeah. nothing new. Earbuds, honestly, uh, those are a day one buy for me. I I love earbuds more than over-the-ear things. So it's like, no, they're just giving me options. I don't feel like this is a, a bad thing. I think they're trying to make a line of peripherals that surround this one product that is the PlayStation 5, right? So I think all these things are nice additions to you don't necessarily need to buy them. Um, so no, I, I don't, I don't think it's, it's tone deaf. I mean, like, it's like every other week Xbox has come out with a, a different color controller. This one's recycled this time and people go out there and they buy it. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, whatever. we also are problems here. I, will, I have every color of dual sense except for the camo one. Cause I think camo is awful. Yeah. My brother <laughs> has a camo one. He thinks it looks cool. And I go, eh. I don't even know who you are anymore. That's, Sorry y'all who actually like the camo one, but it's uh, just not my jam. Uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. I don't like it. You're not in the woods with this thing, you know. Uh, but you're right. So, I don't know. I don't think I don't find it right now as like egregious that they're pushing out hardware 
yeah, in front of you. What I'm more concerned about is the games after 2023. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. All right. Uh, Lurian writes in, guys, this is actually genius. Think about it. Uh, they're going to launch live service games. You'll be grinding levels at work or on the bus. It'll have a massive battery since nothing is native. PC requirements, no worried. Uh, it's aimed at Asia, Japan, that has better or the best Wi-Fi infrastructure. And that's also the, the yeah. thing about this piece of hardware is like, yeah, unfortunately, it's not for little Timmy that lives in the sticks. It is for people that have good Wi-Fi infrastructure. So we're thinking about like the tri-state area, right? We're thinking about like like the cities, like Chicago or you know like San LA. Fran, yeah, San Fran. that type. Like you're busing or commuting to work. Like that's what this thing is. So for me, it works because we got great Wi-Fi here. And as five G gets better and better, this becomes less and less of an issue. So. I'm open to it. I'm not like, I, I don't understand why every everybody is so skeptical on it, like overly skeptical on it, uh, because I, I don't see this as a bad thing. I mean, if you just don't want it, you just don't buy it. But this isn't like, you know, I This don't know. isn't like a last ditch effort to get people to hop on PlayStation yeah. train. Exactly. It's just like another additive thing. It's not them like, oh, we're losing... Like no one's playing PlayStation anymore. What what can we get people to come back in on? Yeah. What's the thing? Like it's not that. It's just another. It's another way to consume their games and play in their ecosystem. Exactly. And like every company does that at some point. So it's. Remember when Hololens was a thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember. Is it remember. still a thing? I don't no, even it's know. Not, unfortunately. Every, yeah. every company does it, though. Yeah. So, like, for me, I, I, again, I just feel like PlayStation has seen the success of the Steam Deck. They've seen the success of the Nintendo Switch. And they're like, why can't we get a fraction of this pie? We don't need to be the biggest thing. It's okay to be the niche if we can make money here, have, have get some profits, while also serving an audience that is provingly, like, growing and growing. And to go on the last thing here, Kyle, I mean, to go all the way back to Jedi Master Ren, right? Seeing the support of Sony gave to the PSP Vita, PSVR 2, and, you know, PSVR. Yeah. Uh, should Sony really just put their energy behind a third handheld, especially after launching the, their second VR headset? Do you, do you want them to go back to a handheld? What do you want it to be? I essentially want it to be what this thing sounds like. Yeah. But with like actual native games, like actual cartridge based games, or oh, you want like to you? I like I want to actually ha have it its own lineup of stuff, like just because I'm old school like that, sure. I enjoy that. But I also don't want them to then be like, oh, here's another proprietary memory card, right? Uh, and, and all and that's going to cost way too much money, and that's really one of the the death nails of what yeah. the Vita happened with the Vita. Honestly, all I want from this thing is for it to have cloud service support. So, meaning like this thing is your PlayStation Plus companion. Like Ooh. you got premium. This is the thing you play all your games. You stream all your games off of. And I think oh, here are that's, all the classics. Yeah, here are all the yeah. classics. Mm -hmm. Like here's some of your 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 catalog from your PS5. Like. That's what I want from this thing. Because I don't want them to go out there, make another skew, put development time into another piece of hardware, another piece of tech uh, 
for it maybe not to to take off. Like the thing that we forget about the Nintendo Switch, the reason why it's so successful uh, and so successful for Nintendo as well is once they saw it start to blow up, they they started to sunset the 3DS, and then all of a sudden Nintendo realized, oh, instead of focusing on two platforms, we could just focus on one, mm-hmm. right? Instead of focusing on the limitations of two, we could put all that focus on one. Instead of having two marketplaces, we could have one. And just having the synergy behind all their their development studios as they're pushing out games. It's one of the reasons why the uh, the Nintendo Switch is so successful and why they're going to probably stay in that hybrid lane. So I don't want anything that gets taken away from the PlayStation 5 development. So, like, I don't want this to have the power of a PlayStation 4 because then we're having the same conversation we had a week ago of, like, well, was Horizon Forbidden West held back by, you know, the, what is this, the the Q light, you know? I don't want those conversations. So, I want this thing to to be a streaming device. I want it to stream my PS5 games. I don't need this thing to be the Switch killer. I I actually don't want it to be the Steam killer. I just want it to, to exist and have its market. That's it. Yes. That's all. Agreed. It doesn't have to be number one to have fun, y'all. No. All right, Kyle. Now let's uh, let's talk. Let's talk about some more rumors, oh, some more man. speculation. You ready for this, Kyle? Oh, I'm so hungry, this? and this, this is about to fill me up. Ooh-wee. Sammy Barker over at Push Square writes: Sony's big PS5 showcase to take place in approximately two months. Ooh. We're long overdue some kind of presentation from the platform holder. Then, and it looks like it may not be far away. Giant Bob's Jeff Grubb, who's notorious for largely reliable insider information, claims that there'll be a proper PlayStation showcase prior to Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest, which is currently pegged for June 8th. Obviously, that leaves a pretty large window for when the event could take place, but it's good to have a rough idea. Quote, E3 is dead, and I killed it. (laughs) And now I'm going to honor it by holding it up weekend at Bernie E3 style alongside Jeff Grubbs. Hashtag Summer Game Fest. Or Summer Game Mess. Thank you to all of the Jeff Grubbs Summer Game Mess partners for participating, whether you want to or not. And then he writes, let's effing go. That's right. And then there's a screenshot uh, from uh, Jeff Grubb with a lineup of dates where it says before Summer Game Fest, PlayStation Showcase, June 8th, Summer Game Fest, June 9th and 10th, key three days of play, June 11th, Xbox and Bethesda Showcase, Starfield Direct, and June 12th, Ubisoft Forward. Grubb has previously mentioned that the Japanese giant has been, quote unquote, saving the good stuff for the show. And given how uncharacteristically quiet the company's been, man, I butcher that word. Expectations will be sky high. There's chatter about the setting up phase two for the PS5's release schedule. So it should be much bigger than your average state of play. So. As of recording, you know, we, we talked about it last week, E3. And I love how we future-proofed it as well. Because we're like, by the time this comes out, E3's dead. Like, yeah. we, <laughs> we, there, was so, there was so much talk about it, we knew the end was coming. But now it is. It's officially done. It's officially dead. Uh, and Jeff Keighley keeps poking the corpse. So, oh, my God. Minutes after. Minutes Jeez. after. Let's talk about it. E3's officially dead. How have you felt about the Summer Games Fest's response to it and Jeff Keighley's response to it? Um, is it not immature? my favorite. Is it churlish even? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's definitely not my favorite. 
I respect the hustle. I respect the feeling of um, not disdain, but the feeling of being scorned a little bit or let sure. down from what the ESA was doing for so many years to Jeff. And I understand the need to want to be a little bit petty, mm-hmm. but also it's not a good look. Yeah. How like almost immediately afterwards, it's like, Hey, summer of gaming is not dead. We're still around type of thing. And While it's like, people are like kind of mourning the loss of it too. It, it, yeah. it's it's like he's had these prepared and already scheduled to go live <laughs> he got him in the drafts did. 1000% <laughs> he was just waiting for him. i yeah I, it's 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 a bad look I, I won't ever say that i'm like losing respect for jeff sure uh, cuz i i do respect his hustle and everything but it's it makes me a little sad that yeah. somebody could be so I want to isn't the right word. Just no, I think petty, petty. just petty. Um, Pettiness is already rampant on social media. Yeah. This is of the highest level. I think the problem is we don't know the context, right? You're, you're totally Fair. right. I want to repeat what, what you just said. Cause it was perfect. We don't know the context of how he was scorned by these folks. You could tell he was Yeah. Uh, also he, he's hustling, right? Like, Hey, E3 is dead. I'm going to capitalize on this thing that's trending. And I'm going to tell you, Summer Game Fest is right here. But, yeah. Jeff, this year, Summer Game Fest has to deliver. It can't just be a calendar that you invite f- folks on. You got to show us some stuff. You got to show us why you are now E3. Yeah. Right? Like, you got to show us why you matter. Because mm-hmm. the last few years, you've been getting there. You've been inching closer and closer. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you're still far from the finish line, brother. So, I would just say, I I don't appreciate the pettiness. Uh, but I also don't know the context, and I also know he's just doing his job capitalizing on a thing. Because now he's part of the conversation. He, now he is now is the, the quote-unquote only game in town. Yeah. So That said, Struble's and Bits writes in, Hey guys, hope you're both doing well. In regards to the showcase, what's one game that you guys are certain will be there? What's a game you will hope that will be there? And what's a game you know absolutely won't be there? But you won't lose your mind if it was. But you would. Oh, lose would your lose mind. your mind. Sorry. Keep up the great work. Okay. Got Alice? it. I'm ready. Go for it. You, you first. <clears throat> Factions. Okay. Is whatever whatever the Last of Us multiplayer game is called. Gotcha. It will be there. Gotcha. Uh, I hope. Hope that there is a Astrobot sequel. Oh God! For yes. VR two. A game that won't be there, but will lose my mind. Insomniac or Wizards Resistance Four. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is easy easy money for me to lose my ever loving shit. Yeah, <laughs> on stream. I think this is where we see Spider Man. Right. I I know a, a few oh, a few yes. rumors is like this is where we see the Spider Man gameplay. This showcase is significantly. I would hope so. I would hope so. Right. You're gonna. This showcase is significantly longer. Apparently. Good. So like an hour, 30 minutes, perhaps. But again, huh. everything hmm. could change. Huh. Hmm. You laughed at me when I said a long one before. Right? Oh, listen, you might win this bet. You might just win it. Um, you know, so to me, what's going to be there? What I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to say, of course, Spider-Man's going to be there. We're going to see gameplay. But more so, we're going to see how you're switching from character to character. Ooh. 
that's I think that's going to be the big gameplay hook is give me GTA style baby exactly G- GTA style you're hopping from character to character like you're hopping to Spider Man and he's like you know swinging, swinging. the swinging yeah. around you see Miles he's eating like a chimichanga or something because yes. uh, I'm thinking about that oh. gosh dang trailer and oh. then you you swing on over to Venom and he's like eating a human <laughs> oh so you think we're playing as Venom I think we're playing it Venom's part of the crew. Venom's part of the crew. That's my that's my thinking. Okay. I think we're gonna right. get the black suit for a chapter or two, and then he's gonna take it okay. off. And I think Venom's significant. He's gonna play a significant role. I think we're gonna get like a Spider Man game that's eventually like the Rogues Gallery, but also like Spider Gwen's here, like stuff like that. Oh, that's what that'd I be think. Cool. That'd yeah, be yeah. Cool. Uh, what's a game that I hope will be there? <laughs> oh boy! Come on, man! Give me Bloodborne. Come on. <laughs> what the f- are we doing here? You know? Give me that Bloodborne remake. You can remake The Last of Us. It's It's been nine years. Give, give, give it to me. All right? You know? It, it was, no, it's been 84 years. Just give it to me. Uh, we need the Bloodborne <laughs> it's remake. It's been 84 years. I think about it on a weekly basis, Kyle. If and when it gets announced, what's my reaction? Will people be tweeting at me, making sure I'm okay? Yes, please do yeah. that. How how many drafts might... like Jeff did about the E3 dying do you have saved for Bloodborne coming back? <laughs> I mean, do we really want to find out here? <laughs> I I have the the tweet on lock every time there's a state of play. I have it in the drafts of summoning the summoning circle for Bloodborne. Oh. So quite yeah. quite a goddamn lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, what's a game <clears throat> that I would uh, that that I absolutely know won't be there, but I would lose my mind if it was. <sighs> um, I would absolutely lose my mind if it was. I'm going to say the non-safe bet. The Naughty okay. Dog game we don't know about. Ooh. Uh, the, the, the one that is maybe an RPG of some kind. Something the, the fantasy setting, the one? fantasy setting one, that would be cool because I absolutely know it won't be there. But would it be rad if we saw it? it? It'd be pretty rad. And also something we do know about is I would love an order sequel. Oh my god, yes, yeah, yes, that's what I would love. The Let's Metal Gear Solid remake, if that's the thing. Yeah. Now uh, yeah. this story is all to let y'all know that whenever that drops, whenever the state of play is announced, we will have our rumors, our speculation, our guesses as to what we'll see there, mm-hmm. our predictions, and then when the state of play does drop, immediately afterwards we're going to record our thoughts, our impressions of the showcase. So be aware that when it's announced, you're going to get not just one, but two bonus shows in your podcast feed. Yeah. All right, Kyle. But before we move on, though, Jack. Yeah, please. Is it just me? And tell me if I'm stupid for thinking this way. Phase two is a little pretentious, right? (laughs) Is phase two of the PS5 release schedule? It's a little, a little pretentious. It's not the MCU here. I mean, well, why not? Just give us more games. I don't know. I'm feeling like releasing games in phases isn't exactly. Does it have me excited? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Just tell me games. I don't know. Maybe it's Jim Ryan. a Ryan's... small little nitpick. Yeah. No, I, I actually don't mind the phases things. Like, here's the next phase. Because, like, here's the next slate of games to get excited for. Like, the big ones to get excited mm-hmm. for. That's actually, I, th- I think that's, that's fine. 
Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. I, don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind it one bit. Uh, another one real quickly. Uh, PS All-Stars Battle Royale 2. Oh. Won't be there, but I'll lose my mind. If it is, Kyle. <laughs> damn. It makes too much sense. They it own Evo much. now. Let's I go. Know. What are it we does. Doing? It makes way doing? too much sense. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Introducing a new segment called Everyone Like That. <laughs> to go against last week's Everyone Did Like That. <laughs> Serena Khan over at PlayStation Lifestyle writes, PS Store gets accessibility tags on PS5 later this week. Sony has announced they will be adding accessibility tags to the PS Store and PS5 later this week. The tags will allow developers to describe the accessibility features in their games within the PlayStation PlayStation Store game hubs. Once players have gotten into the PS5 PlayStation Store game hubs, players can press the triangle button to view any accessibility tags that are attached to that game. While the tags are only viewable on the PS5 Store, they can be applied to PS5 and PS4 games, and players can compare the different options between the two platforms. There will be over 50 different accessibility tags displayed in the PS Store, and Sony gave a quick sampling of some player... Uh, of some players can expect to see visual accessibility features such as clear text, large text, audio cues, and directional audio indicators, audio features such as volume controls, mono audio, screen reader, and visual cue alternatives, subtitle and caption options, including subtitle size, clear captions, and large captions, control options, including button remapping, thumbstick sensitivity, and ability to play without button holds. Gameplay options, such as difficulty settings and skippable puzzles. And online communication options, such as text or voice chat transcription and ping communication. The tags will be added to the PS Store later this week, although only a few PlayStation Studio games will support them at launch. And those games are Days Gone, Death Stranding's Director's Cut, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, God of War, God of War Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, Marvel Spider-Man Remastered, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, and Returnal. More games will be adding accessibility tags throughout the coming weeks and months. The feature is another accessibility improvement to go alongside features like screen reader improvement added with the last PS5 beta, as well as the upcoming project, the Leonardo controller. Uh, this is awesome. <laughs> I, like you said, everyone yeah. liked that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I was going to put this in flash news, but I think this is big enough. and I think it warrants it. and I think it deserves yeah. it. Um, this is really awesome for not just like, you know, for, for folks who want to find games that, you know, help and help their needs. Right. Um, but more so, like, I also love the tagging feature. Like, I yeah. hope this expands to the store itself to make it easier to find things, mm -hmm. um, because I feel like that's its biggest it, the search on PlayStation especially to, when it comes to like just genres or whatever, I don't feel like is the best. So just adding like a, like a, like a, a Twitter or Instagram type of like social media, here's a hashtag. I just want shooters type of thing. And it covered me. That's really awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, and also just letting people know again, all the things are here for you for this game or this game's missing. That is just, it's awesome. It, it, it really is. I'm happy we're we're at a place where this is becoming the norm or yep. trying to become the norm. And I, there's there's not one bad thing to say about any of these things other than maybe there could be more, but we don't we don't know how robust it is yet. Yeah. And it will become more and more robust. I saw a a, a dev tweet out why accessibility ha has been such a highlight 
over the past few years. Um, and it is very much because more and more people, as we get older, you know, our visual, uh, you know, our, our, our eyesight wanes, our hearing wanes, mm-hmm. you know, things happen to us. Um, as we age, we do need features like this. So it becomes more and more of a necessity for developers to add into the games themselves. So it's not to mention people who are born with, yeah. uh, disabilities who need accessibility options to begin mm-hmm. with yeah. so it's awesome to see accessibility expand to the playstation 5 storefront so congratulations y'all we're doing the damn thing all right it's time kyle for some flash news gotta run gotta run fast oh, oh, sorry i got texted it's if okay. i'm gonna have pizza for dinner oh, obviously god. the answer what, is yes what is it it's gonna be pepperoni is it too short probably oh god why did you stop running i'm still running go. i'm sorry i, I can't run it and text about pizza at the same time Fair i'll make up for it i'm coming <laughs> Oh my god, it's so he's so fast. Oh my god. Man, he's I was like really moving. Hey, really? I was really going. <laughs> catch your breath, God. Catch your breath. God of War Ragnarok New Game Plus update is now available. Go play the new game plus. If you new have it. Armor. New armor. Uh, you know, level new cap looks. increase. Yep. Don't look at the, the PlayStation page because there's a spoiler on the thumbnail. Yes, there is. So we, I was going to retweet it. I was going to be like, hey, y'all, look at this. I was like, oh, wait, no, I shouldn't. Because <laughs> that yeah. is a sto- story spoiler. Yikes. That said, it's been a while. It's 11 plus million units sold. So, uh. yeah. Kyle, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse trailer teases uh, PlayStation 5 players. Uh, you see a character from a PlayStation game of Spider-Man. Oh. He's pointing at stuff. Oh Ooh. man! If I hear Yuri's voice, I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna freak. <laughs> Very excited. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Remember when I said uh, before your eyes didn't get me emotional? That will make you emotional. Uh, no, no, no. Like I, I got emotional. <laughs> this is the thing oh, that broke got it, me. Got it, got it. I yeah. was, I was, I was just unfazed by life itself until I saw this trailer, and I was like, <laughs> "Life is good. This is beautiful, and I have hope again." Sweet. The Last of Us Part 1, Steam Deck verification not being prioritized. Um, I think Neil Druckmann and team just put out, like, listen, we're patching this thing. We hear you. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to focus on that first. That's good news, right? Yeah. And also coming out of it, seeing more and more glitches out of this thing. Yeah, I think this is worse than I, Did you see the one of Probably Ellie just flipping in the background? Yep. At the first meeting of Joel and uh, Marlene. That yeah. That's a good one. Honestly, I, I, I now believe that this may be a worse port than, than Cyberpunk. At this point in time, just seeing all the all the glitches, I'm like, sure. oof. Now, if this launched day one, yeah, this is failure spectacularly, but like, mm-hmm. you, know, or, you know, alongside the PS5 version, yeah, no. That said, though, this is in Flash News. Congrats to uh, CD Projekt Red, because Cyberpunk sales helped boost the company up to its second most profitable year ever you love to see a comeback story make sure you play cyberpunk 2077 as i think about it more and more i just am fonder and fonder of that game it is incredible johnny silverhand he's my boy last but not least yeah just really quickly because you brought up cd project red um Shout out to them with their their uh, their healthcare thing. Yes, where, uh, um, they're giving out menstrual leave. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. really really cool. So shout out to CD Projekt Red for that. Yeah. That's uh, I don't know the pains that go along with that. I can only imagine. I'm pr- I'm proud that yeah. that is the norm. I work alongside to... a lot of awesome ladies. Yeah, 
I work alongside my best friend, and let me just tell you guys something. Ready for this? Ready for this joke? It's going to help me from being yelled at a lot. <laughs> and I appreciate you, and I see you, CD Project Red. Because I got yelled at. I get yelled at a lot. And you can't ask. Oh, you could never ask. Typical man. I say, hey, great job giving. Uh, and I make it about myself. Have... Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I think this is great. My best friend's going to stop yelling at me much when she's at work. She, she's just no, like, it, yeah, that's a mistake reason, for you to ever be here. Like, that's the reason lot. they did it. Not for not for these people to get, you know, time yeah. away so they, they can, you know, yeah. rest up and. No, they did it so they don't have to yell at everyone else. No, 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 no. It's for my, like, hopefully another company <laughs> takes in advice, implements it the same that my best friend and I work <sighs> at, and then she stops yelling at me as much. Sure, sure, sure. She sure. yells at me a whole lot. And then, yeah, is it mostly deserving? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, at that level, yeah, I don't know about that, bud. All right, Kyle. Enough about making women's struggles my own. Uh, it's time for our last bit of news. Yes, I'm gonna keep it in the show, Kyle. Don't you even think I'm not? No, I don't want you to take it out. No, I love it. <laughs> it's, it's just me. I'm just being me. Marvel's Avengers is getting the last patch ever today. A patch 2.8 makes many of the game's cosmetics more accessible, fully removing shipments and hero challenge card systems from the game and instead putting their rewards in the marketplace. The update automatically converts player credits into in-game resources and turns hero catalysts and fragment extractors into permanent 1.5 multipliers on earned fragments and XP. Additionally, players who earn at least one trophy before April 1st will receive Iron Man's very, uh, veritable threat response battle suit as a thank you gift. It's War Machine. It's literally War Machine. That said... kind of makes me sad. kind of makes me sad, too. I also now, I don't have a lot of time to plot that game. Oh, should I, I go out I there? Can plot, I don't think I can plot that game. You think, you think I should, though? Like, rush it before September? Let's see. Huh. Well, well, I'll look up the trophy. Let's see okay. if it's doable or not. Fair enough. Hey, Kyle, it's time for a little segment we like to call Quick Play. Of course, here's how it works. We each have one minute to talk about the game slash games we've been playing. And this week, Kyle, it's very simple. I have beaten Resident Evil 4 Remake. Sweet. I'm not going to tread on water that I already have, right, about okay. how it's changed, this, that, and the other thing. All I'm going to say is this. Resident Evil 4 did the impossible task. You know how, Kyle, I was the most excited for Dead Space Remake this year and how it lived up to every one of my expectations? Yeah. And I love it so dearly. So when I say this, it's no disrespect to the team or that game itself because it's immaculate. Resident Evil 4 Remake is the pinnacle of a remake. It has taken... It's done such a crazy thing. For me, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, I'm excited. I'll play it. But I wasn't over the moon. Like, I was excited for people that were excited more more than me. Resident Evil 4 Remake is the best remake I've ever played. It is the definitive version of how to play Resident Evil 4. It is the best in the franchise. It is right now, as it stands, my favorite survival horror game ever. And as I finish it with a, a, a letter grade of B, B's mm-hmm. get degrees, uh, it is. It is possibly one of my favorite. Uh, no, it is. It's. It's my one of my favorite games of all time. Ooh, the game's nice. incredible. Game's incredible. It does such a good job of, like, 
moments of like, I feel like I'm a wrecking ball and I'm just unleashing havoc to then putting me in scenarios where I, I feel like it's a cat and mouse and I'm the little mouse and I'm trying to run, mm. you know, but my little feetsies only get me so far. I saw a really cool TikTok yeah. about, um, I forgot where it is. It's it's that big room, right, where, where in the old game, Ashley gets a, a, a taken and you have to save her and then it just swarms and swarms and swarms of guys. Yeah. You know what room I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. But before that, I think there's a guy with like a little lever that kind of locks you in. I saw a TikTok of some guy and they, they kept it in the game or maybe it was purposeful. You can throw a grenade on that ledge and stop him from ever doing the lever. Yes. And bypassing that whole thing. Yes. That is incredible. Dude, it does such a great job of like, there are sequences that are too cheesy for me, at least when I was playing the original back in 2020, right? Yeah. Of like, again, I, I won't say I'm... It, because I've, I, de- I deem them, them spoilery, but the moments where the game truly jumps the shark, those segments are out. You know, I, I actually really love the relationship between um, Ashley and um, and Leon. In fact, Leon, I'm like, Leon, you're so, you're so fucked. I'm sorry. You're so cool. I, I didn't believe that what came out after was even worse. He's so gosh dang cool. Like he's, yeah. he, I love him. He's, he's awesome. So like, there's so much it did right with its dialogue, fixing up some of the story beats, and just literally taking out elements from the game that were just like, nah, we don't, nah, we don't need this, and just making it still feel like it has its soul. I, it's just, it, it's incredible. And I got a question for you, Kyle. Okay. Uh-huh. Jedi Survivor is Ooh, getting yeah. amazing previews. Yeah. Right. It's like this is the same game that you love. Uh, in 2019, it's here and it's even it's better systems. Yeah, you could customize his beard. I will never do that. But like, there's seven worlds to explore. That's all great and grand. But I also got Horizon coming on the 19th. Yep. So my question for you, sir. Oh boy. Is I got a week or two to kill. Do I go for the platinum? Do you think I have it in me? Because you have to beat the game in hardcore. I don't know what hardcore is. Maybe you die. Got to restart. Um, and I got to beat the game in under eight hours. Do you think I have what it takes to platinum Resident Evil four, or should I go and plat horizon forbidden West before the DLC? Think about Ooh. it. Ooh. So the, I'm sorry. Cause I was looking up exactly what hardcore was. Yeah. Hardcore. Uh, parkour. Plat Forbidden West before Burning Shores, or mm-hmm. or Plat try Resident to Plat Evil. RE4. Yeah, I really love this game. I know. I would say Forbidden West. I'm thinking Forbidden West too. I want to maybe get you know the hand-eye coordination back, the the muscle memory back from it. Yeah. Because if I'm not mistaken, tell me about it. I think Hardcore, hardcore, hardcore. takes out. The typewriters. Oh, okay, so you just gotta you just gotta start and go. Maybe, or you can only use it a certain amount of times. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I think. Fair enough. Uh, let, let me let me hold on. 
Well, here's question. the thing, Kyle. I want to know what you've been playing. Don't worry, but I'll research this an- another time, Kyle. I want to know what you've been playing. <laughs> I mean, it's been with the show. Uh, so, like I said earlier, 72 hours or something like that. Jeez it is. Louise. I mean, we'll get into it on Road to Greatness, which I know we owe you soon. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe next week we'll deep dive into Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, also, I'm thinking it's time that the community votes on a game we play. Maybe okay. For next month or two. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll get back to you with choices. Maybe next week we'll come up with choices yeah. for y'all to vote on. Um, it is. I am in awe at Sony San Diego Studios. Yeah. It is incredible. Every mode is great. I want to highlight the Negro League storyline mode. Holy crap. It is the best thing that they've ever added to MLB The Show. I hope we get more, not only in just uh, these important players in baseball history that are forgotten, but like in future years, you know, go into like the um, uh, contributions from players from Cuba or Puerto Rico or Japan and, and let us play and learn about these these players so what this mode is joe is the um uh oh my god why am i blanking on his name um the head of the the negro league baseball museum okay is um talking to you about each player Mm -hmm. and each player has like a very cartoony uh animated effect happening um, while you're learning about them. And then you go and play those moments That's awesome. and, and play uh, of like, um, you know, strike out two, two batters, whatever. And it's like my favorite one so far has been Satchel Paige, who's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, very easily could have been the first one to break the color barrier before Jackie. Um, pitched well into his 60s, but no one knows when he was born, so who knows how old he was. Oh, dude, he, that guy's he, awesome he, already. He could have been, like, 69 when he <laughs> finished, uh, pitched his last game. Who knows? Um, I'll be like, hey, Satchel, when were you born? None of your goddamn business. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but there was a whole thing where he, it wasn't, like, fastball, curveball, whatever. He had names for all his different pitches. Like, his, his fastball was called the B-ball because – when he throws it, it will be where it be. Like that, that's where it's gonna go. <laughs> that's awesome. um, just some really cool things like this. And my favorite one of his is uh, he was talking about a story where um, Satchel was so um, confident in his skills, mm-hmm. and they were playing against an all white team. And one of the t- the the opponents came on the on the uh, on the steps of their dugout and said something that I am not comfortable in saying at okay, all. Fair enough. Um, it's like, hey, I hope like, you guys do real lousy out there. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much. Um, Remember, and, the Titans hasn't come out yet, so I'm going to be real <laughs> ignorant about things. And he, uh, Satchel turns to his teammates, yeah. and he goes, all right, everyone come on in. Brings them in and tells them to kneel on the infield. So no one is playing defense, and then he strikes out the side. And you play that moment. What a f***ing G. I loved it so much. It was such a cool thing. And sure, did it have every single batter swing at every pitch? Maybe. It doesn't matter. It was so cool. That's awesome. It was amazing. It's all set to like... um, really awesome like uh hip-hop tracks sure. when you're playing the game 
Uh, you or every player gets their own like diamond level card that you can use then in Diamond Dynasty. Awesome, the artwork dude. is beautiful. It is shout out to San Diego Studio. I love that you included this. Uh, I can't wait to one day maybe go to Kansas City, uh, mm. Missouri to actually go visit this museum because I learned of some players that I'd never even heard before and they yeah. sound amazing. Um, so like I I absolutely loved it. This game is unreal. I can't wait to put in another three hundred hours <laughs> by <damn>. June. <laughs> by next goddamn week, it seems. Alright, Kyle. Uh, it's awesome. That is all fine and dandy. Um I also just want to mention for the Resident Evil 4 stuff, um I, I should have put it on this week's notes. But please be nice to the voice actors that voice these games. I for saw the love something happen, but I didn't. I don't know what the. Uh, some folks don't like uh, the voice actress that played Ada this time around. They switched the voice actors around, and uh, she's actually Ada in one of the movies. So it's like, oh, oh that makes cool. sense. Because apparently, like what Capcom did as well, just to go back to this, is like they took like. Uh, you know, everybody's critique is like, oh, this is some Spanish-speaking country somehow in Eastern Europe. They they took, like, some small things about, like, just Spanish culture and infused it in here. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, one person pointed this out. Every, uh, every Spanish person in that game has two last names because that's how it is in, in, in Spain and just Europe at large. Oh, I love right? that. Little yeah. small detail that... That makes sense. Little small details. And what they wanted to do was they're like, hey, Ada's last voice actor was white. Ada's an Asian character. Let's infuse what who we are into this game a bit, too. Yeah. And so they went and did the thing, right? I think she's she did a, a, a fine job. I think she's a great Ada, and I honestly couldn't really tell the difference of, uh-huh. like, which actor was which. Like, to me, it was like, okay, that's Ada. <laughs> like yeah. that's fine um and of course she i'm in love with her so it's fine it's ada i mean come on so um so it seems like some people didn't like her performance and blame solely her and so much so that she had to close her social media accounts oh. stop doing that please stop if you don't like a thing just you don't have <sighs> to you don't have to make it a person your personality trait not to like a thing or to say something when you don't actually have to like every exactly. time I see something about Marvel and people are like the face should have ended with Thanos. It's like, okay, I get it. You're very unoriginal, right? Like when I, when I see a new star Wars thing, they're like, Oh, another one. It's like, okay, I get it enough. I, I, I'm really sick of the fandoms having to have something to say and it's never kind. Mm-hmm. I think yep. of about star Wars. I think about the, vo- the, the actor behind uh, Jar Jar Binks and Jar Jar Binks is a meme, but I'm always kind of apprehensive to share out Jar Jar memes because of the toxicity around the character. He was bullied so with, much, um, so much. God, Rose, the, right? Yeah, Rose was, from the the new trilogy. But he was bullied so much, he almost killed yeah. himself. I know. I'm on best, right? Yes, I'm at best. Thank you. And it's 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 uh, uh, only until that actor opened up where everybody's like, okay, enough with the Jar Jar shit. This is we're sorry, you know. Yeah. Uh, and he's been embraced by the community and has had amazing opportunities wink wink nudge, he, nudge, he hosted the... that game show right oh and he's uh and he's in, yeah he's, he's in the thing i know who the knows thing. Yeah. yeah yeah and does some cool stuff so it's like it, we got to be nicer to folks man i get it it some something may be important to you but if you don't like it you don't have to make it your personality please absolutely so it, the voice actor of ada i think lily gow is her name uh coming from memory so i'm, I'm sorry if i mistake anything you're incredible. Don't let the haters get to you. Please, for the love of God. Yep. That said, 
it's time. Are you holding on to something, Kyle? My comically large size of water. I'm holding on to the Apple Pencil that I can't use anymore because Apple. Uh, Prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals. Coming to the PlayStation storefront. April 3rd, Match Adventures 2 on PS5. April 4th, Atari Mania. Creed Rise to Glory Championship Edition on PSVR 2. Grim Guar once more. Meet Your Maker. Road 96 Mile Zero. And I'm not saying PS5, PS4 because it, it, it's there. You know also, I mean? Meet Your Maker PS Plus for April. Yes, go play that. I'm hearing great things about it. Surprise to no one. Uh, April 5, uh, April 5, April 5th, Lost Artifacts <laughs> Mysterious Book on PS4, Brightstone Mysterious, uh, Mysteries, The Others on PS5, United Assault Battle of the Bulge on PS5. On April 6th, Across Valley on PSVR 2, uh, Curse of the Sea Rats on PS5, PS4. Really quickly, Curse of the Sea Rats. Uh, yeah. If you love the art style of the Great Mouse Detective, the old Disney <gasps> movie, the underrated one. Ooh-wee. This is a Metroidvania uh, where, where you play as uh, rodents and stuff. It's awesome. And it's, okay. It's pretty, and it looks beautiful. It, it's hard, but it's it's cool. Okay, I'll dig it. Planet Marf- Packs last year. Marfusha on PS5, PS4. Melon Journey, Bittersweet Memories on PS5, PS4. Pretty Girls Tile Match on PS5, Excuse PS4. Me, let me look up the trophy. No, oh, God. All right. <laughs> April 7th, EA Sports PGA Tour on PS5. And The Library of Babel on PS5, PS4. Those are all the games coming this week. And again, wait on that Jedi Survivor because I cannot wait. Seems like a pretty easy plat for that tile match. So, Kyle. Kyle. No. I'm sorry? What? Don't do it. Oh, I've, I've, are we live? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. So let me clear this browser history. Oh, <laughs> Kyle, it is time. I Randy Pitchford it. <laughs> it is time for our favorite segment and the last segment of the night. It's time for the Sony Pony Express. <laughs> Matthew Kennedy writes in, Hey guys, question for the Sony Pony Express while well, you're here and you're first. Do you remember... The patent Sony released a few years ago about the little buddy robot that was supposed to react with emotions to your PlayStation 5 gameplay. <laughs> I don't, actually. I do. I remember. Uh. Now I see they're looking into a patent with temperature controls that will change the temperature of your dual sense depending on what you're reacting with in a game. Ooh, that sounds actually pretty dope. Some wild, some of this stuff is wild, but also potentially exciting. What sort of stuff would you like to see Sony experiment with and actually bring gamers to enhance their experience with the PlayStation 5? Or are you in the camp where, as these ideas are just a bit over the top? Stoked to hear your thoughts. I got one here, right here, right now. Go for it. You talk about them. First off, I think most of these are wacky and crazy. and They don't. Uh-huh come to be but temperature controlling controller i'm all about listen same i got sweaty palms oh okay? you're going for like actual I'm realistic realistic functionality i got sweaty hands i'm a sweaty man okay i don't like to admit it but i am what i am i would like a controller that i i could put the ac on it you know what i mean <laughs> Because I grip it so hard, who, that like, I my my hands just get so overheated. And sometimes I just gotta, 
I, I got to literally wipe the sweat off my hands because okay. I'm gross. Sure. So I want a temperature control, a cool controller. I remember they used to have that. It was like uh, the Mad Cats and the oh, literal fans one, that shoot at your palms. Thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Power A, I think yep. was another company. God bless. God bless. Um, I'm also all in for this temperature thing because I instantly thought of like a Ragnarok. Yeah, oh. infuse the axe with ice. And the controller gets cold, mm. or um, you are in like uh, Muscle Musel, Muselheim, sure. Muselheim. Yeah, you're in hell pretty much, and it gets hot, it gets warm, or oh. you're 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 playing a um, uh, like like a old school NBA jam, and you're on fire, right? And and it feels a little bit more warm and stuff. Like I'm, I'm all into that. Just it's it's mm. the next step of haptics. I think it's really I think it's a good idea. Uh, that's that's sweat city population. Me, I don't like that. <laughs> Heating up my controller? No way. Yeah, and, but you know Not what? A lot, just a little, just a little warmness. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's like people are gonna be like, uh, putting up memes of like we have dual sense hot at home, and it's just like someone putting on icy hot on a controller. Yeah. You know, one thousand percent. That's immediately yeah. what I thought about. Bertos Maximus writes in, question for the Sony Pony Express. Hey, guys, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut on PS5. I've been so tempted. That's another. I, haven't, I had it loaded until uh, RE4 and will be the show. And have, uh, and have opted to experience the game in Japanese with English subtitles. Oh, and the hardest difficulty. Ooh. So my question is, how did you guys experience it? And what did you think? It's the greatest game ever made. The game is beautiful <laughs> and made better by the Japanese option. Love from your favorite, Brit. Stay safe. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is legitimately like my favorite game of all time. Like, I say it's Bloodborne. I say it's Elden Ring. I think legitimately it's Ghost. I love Ghost so much. Yeah. I'll say I, uh... every day, but you know. I, I did good old American version, English, English voice and English subtitles. Um, I have yet to go back and play the Iki Island DLC. Oh, you're missing out. Um, which is why I had it loaded and ready to go. Um, but then I got sick. Uh, hey, got the wallpaper oh, that's a, here. That's a dope wallpaper. Yeah. Uh, Ghost of Sushi was one of the greatest games ever made. Yeah, I love it so much. Hands down. Hands down. Yeah. Uh, I I want to do the Japanese voice acting. I want to do the black and white mode. Yeah, I think I talked about it last week. I have no idea. I've just been talking about John Wick constantly. But like walking out of that film, I, I'm like, this is gonna be the greatest video game adaptation ever made. Ghost sequel PlayStation Showcase. Oh, I'll flip. It's been three three years. I mean, they did the expansion. I could see a like... PC port by Nixus. Fair. The Fair. game's done extremely well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, if if they do Ghost of Tsushima in theaters, like, you know, theatrical, all that jazz. Yeah. With, with uh, Chad, and I forgot his last name, but um, the director of John Wick, uh, it's going to yeah. be phenomenal. And yeah. if he if he wanted to do, put like, Japanese, like, uh, you know, um, voice and in, in, in acted and, characters in there, yeah, go for it, man. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah, there's yeah. never been a better time to do that. Is now. Yep. Let's do this. Yep. If not, hire the gosh dang same actor that played Jin. Jin is Jin. Yes, please. Please. All right. That said, Unirites. And Kyle, I need to cough. Could you take this one for me? Absolutely. <coughs> hey there, guys. You hope you bo- guys are both 
doing well. Welcome to April, where the school semester is in its final boss phase. The Hunter's Dream Team for a Great True Trophy Challenge goes to battle for trophy difference. I'm sorry, Yuna. And the Yang to my Yin might finally happen. This past Monday, I have finally finished Olympia Soiree Bad Badger, 140 plus hours, and have now moved on to Pia Fiore Faded Memories, which is basically Mafia plus Otome. These Otome games might make me. Might, might lead make me. lead me have yeah. an intervention with you guys in here. As for my question this week, what is a setting in a game you discovered that not necessarily ruined the game for you, but wish you have discovered it earlier? While finishing Olympia Soiree, I discovered a setting that I wished I discovered earlier, but overall do not ruin the experience throughout the game. So I throw the ball to you guys. What settings and games that you wish you discovered a bit earlier in a playthrough? Are we talking settings of how we play or yeah. like play settings like in the world? Um there are, I, I it happens to me constantly that I can't think of one, but like for example, RE4, you can have snapped a target. So you don't have to lead oh. the target, just snaps onto him. Uh, I think that's neat. I learned that midway through, but I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't need it, so I'm not going to do it. But there is always, like, options or things that I could have done way sooner that I just I, – I learned halfway through a game. And I'm always kicking myself that I'm like, why didn't I – why didn't I just try to explore a little bit harder? Why didn't I explore yeah. a little bit better? Um for example, RE4, the shooting galleries, you get little pachinko machines that you're able to 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 gamble in with, right? And you, uh-huh. it, what happens is the better your score is in one of these, you know, these these shooting galleries that you have, um, you get golden like tokens. And I was just like, oh, let me just use two silver and three gold. No, never do that. Just use all gold because it guarantees that you get something really good out of it. Because it's all based off of luck, so it's the little things like that. I always go, "Oh wow, I should, I could have done it way easier if I just thought about it differently." Mm. You know, I uh, uh, somewhere on, on that train of thought, one of my favorite RPGs of all time. Spoke about it many times. Star Ocean Two: Second Story. Uh, uh, there's a moment very early in the game where a, a tsunami takes out a town, and you can never go back. And uh, I learned after reading the the guide mm-hmm. that you can, if you grind enough and get the skill to pickpocket early enough, um, there are some very key items in that town that mm. will help you out a whole lot. So once I learned that every single playthrough, that is what I do. Uh, same thing, Final Fantasy VIII. I grind like crazy before I even fight Ifrit at the very beginning uh, 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 get all the magic I can. So my HP is bonkers high because of the junction system. And uh, I like doing those little things that make my game play easier uh, the earlier I get. And I generally enjoy that. So that's the kind of stuff I like to do. Nice. Nice. Yeah. The green gorilla gamer writes, sub boys. I'm very excited to hear from you both about star Wars and all the PlayStation news, but this week I have a bit of a twist. Ooh, okay. I'm attending my city's comic expo at the end of the month. And on top of the booths and people I get to meet, including some fellow cosplayers, there's also some celebrities and voice actors I'm meeting. One of those voice actors is none other than the Jeter, the voice of Henry from the last of us. Sorry, Sam. 
from The Last of Us, and of course, Miles Morales. And since we are still waiting on a PlayStation showcase, are there any questions either of you would like me to ask him? I know, a plot twist. Yeah, ask Najee, hey, um, would you like to come on the trophy room? Yeah, show him this clip, say... Hi, Hi Najee. Uh, my name's Kyle. This is Joe. Yeah. Uh, we absolutely adore you as Miles. We adore you as Sam. If you ever want to come and chat with us here at the trophy room, mm-hmm. we would love to have you and yeah. just celebrate you and and your your work because you're incredible. I echo this man, and I also have so many Miles Morales questions because he's my favorite Spider-Man, and you've yeah. voice acted him in a plethora of things. So yeah, I got I got questions for you, my man. Come on by. It's gonna also, it's gonna be nice. Ask him ask him how he liked the portrayal in the HBO show. Yes. Cause that that is, I haven't heard his take on, on how they handled the Henry and Sam stuff. So yeah. that'd be cool. Bam. Respectfully. Yeah. Also, he's gonna be meeting Stephen Amell. David Ramsey, Charlie Cox, oh my goodness, Vincent D'Onofrio, oh my goodness, Hayden Christensen, my man, Zachary Levi, or Levy, uh, Emily Swallow, who is the armorer in The Mandalorian. Oh, that's cool. Hold on. This next one, though, Joe. This next one, though. Uh, And Shameek Moore, sheesh. Do you not know who Shameek Moore is? What? That's Miles from (gasps) Spider-Verse. You didn't know that? No. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Okay, so get, we got to get both Miles on this show. <laughs> I got to tell them how both of them have made me cry. Uh, we, this is just, this is this is it. This is, this is what That's we got to do. Awesome. This is the way. Uh, Green Gorilla, I hope you have an amazing time. Yeah, Those are it seems like it, people. dude. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Ask him how, how he feels about all the reactions to everybody flipping out over the trailers, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, the Puerto Rican flag when they snap. Oh my god. What, what, oh. The details. The I'm a details. sucker for details. Just, oh. just all the little things. Great. Love to see it. Love to see it. Uh yeah. Enjoy the rest of your weeks. I finished limbo last night on Twitch. What the fuck? Oh, I still have to do that myself. Still don't know the ending. Yep. I'm I bad at platformers. <laughs> but we do also need to have more community nights. So maybe we talk about that uh, on Friday. Sure. When we do the after show. Who knows? Last but not least, the last question of the show comes from Brandon English. They emailed us, old-fashioned like, How's it going, guys? My original DualSense controller recently started rubber banding to the left and sort of like a stick drift, but super annoying. Either way. So I'm thinking about buying a new controller, which had me wondering... Do I get the new DualSense Edge, or should I get a new DualSense with a longer battery life? I might just go with the Edge. But this led me to the question, what if Sony came out with a controller that was just like the regular DualSense, but twice the battery life? What would you pay for that? Nothing, because it should be in the gosh dang controller already. (laughs) The fact that- the price that we're paying for a DualSense? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. It should be, it should be no less than like, 10 12 hour battery life on that thing absolutely the fact that it's not like the fact that like you're lucky you get six is it's ridiculous mm-hmm. and like the dual sense edge as much as i love that controller the battery life is it's it's not good it's less than five hours so like i love the dual sense edge but you also need a main controller as well you know and unfortunately again i got like i got like five of these gashing things there's six probably right i got the red one yeah. black one 
God yeah, I got six. One. Blue one, red Pink, one. Pink, red, blue, black, God of War, white. Yeah, dual sense, yeah. Six. We have a problem, and we're not... <laughs> we're we're not proving a point by maybe voting with our wallets here, but nonetheless, nope. <laughs> yeah, it should just be free. But I would say get a regular dual sense, unless you are an avid you know person on multiplayer. If those back paddles things intrigue you, I, maybe that might sway you if you feel like that would give you an advantage in, yeah. in your gaming. But I personally never have any sort of need for that stuff. Yeah, I, at least I don't see it yet. Maybe if I have it in my hands and mess around with it that might change but like go with a regular dual sense right now for the price like yeah 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 i i would say though if you are like a multiplayer centric gamer that the edge is a no-brainer because it is legit like it is my favorite controller it's just the goddamn battery life is not good Mm. so Mm -hmm. well kyle that's it that's all we got for this week's trophy room man that's it i had fun i think you know what listen we recorded midday and it felt great felt weird. Feel, it felt weird, but I think we were both on it today. Like, we were, I don't know, y- y'all let us know. I think we yeah. killed it. I think we crushed it this week, you know? Maybe. Maybe. We'll find out. We'll find out. You know, someone's going to yell no, at me No, of course comments. we did. Of course we did. And with all the crazy, wacky stuff I said this week, I'm going to get a I, lot of yelling I, at. Yeah, I, I hope uh, I hope everyone doesn't yell at me about the, the Barbie Hunter thing. <laughs> I hope my best friend doesn't listen to this podcast and yell at me something fierce. That's all I'm hoping for. She's downstairs. She can hear everything I'm saying. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Kyle. Listen, with all that said, with all that out of the way, that's been the trophy room this week. Is there anything you'd like to spotlight for yourself, sir? Sure. Myself, Mr. K-Step on Twitter as long as it's still standing and everywhere else um, come hang out here in the discord yep. uh, link in the description. Six one indie.com S I X O N E I N D I E. We're going to be back with a uh, new indie cast recording starting on Monday. So we're back to that grind in case you want to hear about the latest and greatest in all things indies. I do. Um, and uh, no post show until Friday. Yeah. So, just, so it'll be uh, out this weekend for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And I love be... you very much. And thank you for just thank you for everything. Thank been you a, for been, being a friend. Being a little uh, not existential. You know what I mean? Everywhere and back again. <laughs> just try to throw something, more love out there than you're what a friend there is. and a coffin on. That's the Golden Girls, right? I think so. Yeah. I've never watched the Golden Girls. <laughs> Oh, I, when I was little, at my grandparents' house, yeah. But isn't that funny? I know that that intro. It so, transcends pop culture. It transcends. <laughs> and speaking of which, that's my best friend's show. She's like, oh, is is, it? yeah, she's got a Blanche. I've heard and nothing of amazing things. Uh, Everybody Xavier says Woods, I would love WWE it. superstar, yeah. up, up, down, down, Austin Creed. It's one of his favorite shows of all time. He wears yeah. Golden Girls stuff all the time. That's dope. I do. I should. I should watch it. I yeah. Should. Maybe after my Ted Lasso kick, but I also want to watch Secession. So, like, there's just a whole lot. I also need to watch Barry Season 3. It's a lot Listen, of stuff. There's a that lot of handheld stuff. would come in mighty handy. Oh, by the way, Kyle, the same time. here's yeah. the thing I'd like to spotlight. If you are a PlayStation 5 owner, you have six months of Apple Plus. Apple TV Plus. Oh. Kyle, look at me. Look at me, nope. Kyle. Come on. You got it. Just for a second. You you keep bringing it up. It's Ted just Lasso. only going to push me away harder. I know. Ted Lasso. This week, very Listen. powerful. 
Very powerful. We'll see. Such performances, such wow. That said, that's been the Trophy Room this week. If you want to find me, you can find me over at Mr. Babbit on Twitter so we can have a fight. Or you can say Ooh. the memes that I post from time to time. You can yell at me for liking stuff. Who knows? Sky's the limit nowadays. Uh, you can find the Trophy Room at PS Trophy Room. That's where you can get the latest updates on what's happening with the show. Your latest update on news as it breaks in the lands that is PlayStation and in between. And you can find the show over at the Trophy Room, a PlayStation show over on Apple Podcasts, over on Spotify. If you liked us there, make sure you hit us with that five-star review over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, we crossed over 500 reviews on Spotify. As of saying it right here, right meow, 503 reviews on Spotify. Ooh. We are less than 70 reviews away from crossing 1,000 reviews worldwide across podcast services worldwide wide 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 so it really does help us out we're gonna have some cool giveaways as well so as long as you're reviewed the show you're entered to win as long as you're a patron you're entered to win all that good stuff and of course we don't know what's happening with twitter and i who knows it's an enigma it may never go away it may go away tomorrow who knows but what we do know is there's a Discord here that you get to join. It's completely free. Come join the amazing community if you want to chat PlayStation with us. Kyle and me are there. Amazing community members like the Green Gorilla Gamer, like Yuna, like Katie are there. And we're all nice. It's great. It's a fun time. Nakajaka is there. It's great. So with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody keep your what's about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Bye, I love you.